I'ma do anything I can Take pride in what I do, here I stand Shout out to my brothers, they the fan Doing anything we can to get those bands, yeah I'ma do anything I can Take pride in what I do, here I stand Shout out to my brothers, they the fan you see how I'm coming, we chasing that money This girl be so sticky, ain't talking no honey You see how I'm coming with juice and the sauce Made some changes cause I wanna ball I wanna shine, I wanna vibe I wanna count it up with my tribe Cause you been chasing the shit for a minute My time is coming, I'm not even tripping But you gotta listen, there's a true thing I really want Gotta succeed in my goals and I really stunned Keep it true, straight up never gon' front I'ma write it how I see it, don't matter the kind of fun I can do anything, we're climbing mountains Locking and still working like I was grounded Do wanna fight, but we doing no jousting Cause you like to without the mountain, yeah. I know that I'm gifted, know that I'm winning It is just time to get real, dude This baby, I'm sorry, but I just need the riches I'ma do anything I can, yeah, I can yeah. Global rising, that's why I got bread Nike's on me, pricey, that's the check So why she cost the slices on your neck? I'ma do anything I can Dogen rising, that's why I got best Nike's on me, pricey, that's the check So why she cost the slices on your neck? I just walked in and I gained a fan Told me she gon' blow me when she can Ironic, I get too far like to care. And if you didn't know the name was Sam, swagger the meanest. I swear that I mean it. I can chill with the stars, just smoking on Venus. I'm wavy, she nauseous. I told her be cautious. I'm the light in the dark, I'm the nigga that's sparking. I'm the one that is lit, like the match when you touch it. She called me over the spoon, we ended up forking. She hit me up to just hang, seen the text, I ignored it I didn't wanna be vain, baby girl, I was recording Spit the sauce when I talk, swag when I talk, told her I mean it Rain blast with that top, making my throat show to your genius I'ma do what I want, anything that I can I'ma put in that work, couple joints in my hand Lifting off the coast, floating on the boat, floating off some dope with a mean chick Like the sauce that I talk yeah, got him on team quick. Sauce and drip when I walk. Wet floor, they got him on scene quick. Whole team on some clean shit. Anything I can, but they sing it. I'ma do anything I can. Stacking up these Franklins, make some bands. I've been grinding all week for the fam. I done did it all, do it again. I'ma do anything I can. Stacking up these Franklins, make some I've been grinding all week for the fans. I done did it all, do it again. Look, I've been trying to get it all, it's kind of pivotal, don't mean too stunt. Said these other niggas weak, they ain't bringing heat, don't mean to be blunt. But a nigga need a blunt. Said I eat these beats for lunch. Said I'm all about a check. Said I beat you to the punch. I've been by my chair to these ass off forever. I rip my own shit. 
considered all too hot to even fall a nigga only ball I'm a real boss, they gon' come to me, I gotta make the call Pull up to the spot, we making all these hits, they bouncing off the walls Said they gotta make the call, double up and never fall I'ma do anything I can, ay, ay, I'ma do anything I can, ay, ay, what's going on everybody, welcome, 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 welcome to another episode of the Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy Devontae, listen, we are in a new month, man, welcome to the first episode of June, turn up, we lit, we lit, we lit, where is my damn explosion, there we go, there we go, now, now we lit, now we lit for real, give me another, give me another, I need another for sure, man, listen, we are here, man, shout out to, uh, Frequent Flyers for that dope ass, um, our dope, um, for anything I can, you feel me? Um, they are the first uh, artists on the opinionated, opinionated uh, can't even talk to me, damn. <laughs> the opinionated uh, music month, you know what I'm saying? They will be the opening song. They're my opening song, actually, for the show. So shout out to them, man. I love, love, love them, man. Shout out, shout out. They got some... They got some fire coming, bro. They got some fire coming. I'm just letting y'all know, bro. I feel like an A&R. But listen, they just they have some fire coming. I can't I can't really speak on it for real, for real. But they just got some fire coming. You feel me? So go check out the Frequent Flyers, man. They are dope as hell. They on SoundCloud. I had all the information at the bottom. But I hope everybody's week was amazing. Listen, doors have been opening for your boy. Your boy has been just... Listen, God has just been, you know, just a blessing to your boy. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's just he's just been blessing me in ways that I just have not even thought to imagine. So, um, just a quick, just some quick updates for a minute, you know. Um, so, a lot of y'all know that I was working at Lucky's. I don't, you know, y'all know I don't shy away from giving y'all the real and the real tea about me. You feel me? So, y'all know I was working at Lucky Luciano's on 15. Uh, Ionia Street Southwest, you know, in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Uh, nice little piece of place, you feel me? Um, I put my two weeks in, right? And I know a lot of y'all are like, what the fuck? You just, you just got the job. You just got blessed. But listen, God, listen, God works in mysterious ways because I've been working in pizza. Um, if you really, really know me, I've been working in pizza since, <sighs> since like 1920. You know what I'm saying? Every Ever since my like sophomore year in college, I've been working in pizza. So, you know, I was like a student manager or a manager at Papa John's, worked at Cottage Inn, you know, like food, the food industry has been uh, one of the things that I have definitely been a part of and everything. So got the opportunity to intern for the uh, Center of Entrepreneurship and Innovation for Grand Valley um, for about four to six weeks. And I'm super, super excited um, for this opportunity to work with different um, different groups around Grand Rapids and uh, um, for the Grand Valley community. Also, also, your boy will be working with Grand Valley as well um, with the Pathways to College um, summer camp. So your boy will be helping out the kids. You feel me? You know, Tyler, the kids. Listen, Uncle Ty, love the kids. What the crazy part is, I'm a real uncle. I think I said this last week. I don't know if I said this last week, but I'm a real uncle. Like, seriously, I just found this out. I'm dead ass. 
dead ass. It's like, I am an uncle and it's crazy. And, um, you know, Uncle Todd love the kids, man. I'm trying to tell y'all Uncle Todd love the kids. So listen, I hope everybody's week has just been as grand as mine because it's just, it's been a blessing. You know what I'm saying? And wait a minute, we leaving something out. Hold up, hold up, hold up. We need to drop. We need to drop some bombs, bro. We need to drop some bombs, bro. Drop a bomb. Drop. Ooh, wait. That was. There we go. There we go. Because that last bomb was ugly as hell. First of all, happy birthday to my boy Cordell, bro. It is your birthday, dog. Happy birthday, B. You done came into a 24 gang. Gang, 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 gang. I always, listen, I always said that Cordell was 24. You know, even when he was 23, <laughs> you feel me? Because my birthday is in, like, February. And then it's, like, Patrick's birthday is three weeks. And then our other friend, Chantel, her birthday is, like, the next week. And then we got to wait to Cordell's birthday in June. But, see, Cordell's birthday in June is so lit because it's, it's hot outside. It's warm, you know. So, listen, we had a ball this weekend. You feel me? I, if, if you don't follow us on Snapchat, you missed it. Yeah, I'm just letting y'all know that now. You know what I'm saying? So it it was it was amazing. I still got snaps that um of me being lit. They'll probably get posted today. But um it's it's oh man, it was such amazing. So shout out to my boy Cordell. Happy birthday, bro. Welcome to the 24 gang, 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 gang. It was so good seeing all my friends and family here. You know what I'm saying? Actually my family, my friends are my family. So listen, it was just good seeing them here. They came up from Detroit and everything. Shout out to Jasmine, shout out to Angie. Um, shout out to my boy Bryce. For coming like it was just a situation yesterday like it was amazing this whole weekend so shout out to my boy Cordell. happy birthday man happy happy birthday one more explosion for you bro but listen you know we got to get into some shit today bro because it the universe works in mysterious ways right the word the universe works in mysterious ways because it just it just it just blessed me with so many things to talk about. You know what I'm saying? To discuss this week. Like it's so much. Like I had to write it down. You know what I'm saying? I had to like pick and choose what I wanted to talk about, what I wanted to talk about, what not to talk about. Cause I'm just like, man, it's so much to talk about. So let's get let's let's get into the show today you feel me so we're gonna for the first half we're gonna recap last week's topic of course and then we're gonna talk about roseanne bar dog we're gonna talk about roseanne you know what i'm saying and um abc we're gonna talk about that we're gonna talk about trump and kim k we're gonna talk about code switching for a minute we're gonna talk about the if, if you feel like you're a code switcher you know what i'm saying um we're we're of course going to talk about the nba playoffs why not come on now jr right because you play today bro i'm just saying um we're going to talk about push a thanos versus drake come on now especially with this kanye album that just came out this weekend you know i'm talking about that too come on now um and our mvp of the week bro listen black spider-man I know y'all know who the Black Spider-Man is because this man has been getting rave and praise even by me. Like, this man is literally the human Spider-Man. I know that sounds crazy because Spider-Man is human, but he is literally this human Spider-Man. Like, this is great. Like, we have a reality Spider-Man. Like, this man, listen, I'm going to talk about it in the first half, okay? Then, the biggest losers 
of the week, right? The biggest loser of the week, right? Now this was this was hard for me because I didn't know I didn't know who I could give the L to for real for real. Because a lot of people took some L's this week and Jr. almost got that big. You feel me? Jr. was like a microscopic, like a, a mustard seed away from getting it. But the cast of Roseanne are the biggest losers of the week this week. You feel what I'm saying? It's not Roseanne Barr, and I'm going to explain what I mean. And then in the second half, the opinionated topic of the week, we're going to talk about unordinary jobs that people think are, quote unquote, easy, right? So we think about like mechanic strippers, right? Um, uh, the people that be climbing the windows on the on the 200 story buildings and doing the windows. And sh- Listen, we're going to. It's, this today's going to be a good show. So drop a bomb for today's show, y'all. Thank y'all for kicking it with me, man. Let's get right into it. So let's talk about last week's topic, right? So last week we discussed um, thirteen reasons why, right? We discussed the thirteen reasons why, and I'm not going to spoil it anymore for anybody. But what I will say is that for those who are watching Thirteen Reasons and everything. You're going to be pissed at the end. That's all I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it just like that um, because you're going to get pissed. You're going to get pissed. Your emotions are going to rile. You're going to get very, very emotional. I'm telling you, like, you're going to have so many different emotions that come through your mind. The last episode is going to have you like, what the fuck? If you really wanted to make an impact, you should have did what you did, but you didn't. So... That's all I want to say about that because everybody was down my throat. Why did you put, why did you sit here and put the, um, put spoilers out? I couldn't even listen to the episode for real. Listen, okay? I said it. I said it. So, I said it in the podcast, right? I said it beforehand, right? I was going to spoil it. So, if you didn't watch it, you better go watch it, okay? Because I'm on a, I'm actually on a, um, on a binge watching series now, you know, cause I got to catch up. I got to catch up on some series. So my first series that I got to catch up on is game of Thrones, right? I have to catch up on game of Thrones. Everybody has been telling me about game of Thrones and I really, 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 really have to catch up on some game of Thrones. So that's all we're going to talk about for 13 reasons. We're not going to get too much into it. So Y'all, let's let's cut the bullshit and let's talk about this Kanye album. Oh my God, Kanye, I hate you, bro. Can I just say that I hate Kanye for a minute? Can can I just say that real quick? And it's not like hate, you know what I'm saying? Because hate is a strong word. I'm not saying hate like oh, I just I just don't I just can't care for this man. You know what I'm saying? I hate Kanye to the point where this man just continues to blow my mind with music. You understand what I'm saying? Kanye released his album over the past weekend, and uh, I don't even want to say it, but it's great. It's such a great album. Seven songs. Seven songs. Um, seven song album, just like Pusha T when he produced his that came out last weekend or last week. Um, it's called Ye, and the album cover says... I hate being bipolar. It's awesome. Or, yeah, it's it's, it's awesome. So, um, the songs that are on here is I thought thought about killing you. Um, that's number one. Number two is yikes. Number three is all mine. Number four is wouldn't leave. Uh, number five is no mistakes. Number six is ghost town. And number seven is violent crimes. Now, I hate to say this again, 
okay? Because after all this wake of bullshit that you have put us through, kind of, you've put us through like a month of shit, okay? And then you drop seven songs of just beautiful bliss. Like, you can't do that to somebody who really was rocking with you musically for so long. And then you you sit here and... And 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 kind of reinforce my my notion of you just doing this for clout, okay? For the clout, for the album, right? Because every song on this album was amazing. And he came for heads. He came for heads. You feel what I'm saying? Um, the Russell Simmons line. You know what I'm saying? Russell Simmons trying to pray for me too. You know what I'm saying? And then he used the me too line for Russell. Come on now, like it was ugh. Uh, but my favorite song on this album is um, Violent Crimes. Uh, it's really good. Don't you go off in a hurry. Right? Um, shout out to Ty Dolla Sign, P&D, uh, Jeremiah. You feel me? The ooh, When you get the call from Ye to be on an album, you send that song. And when I tell you, I look at P&D and Ty Dolla Sign in a whole different light now because I've been following their careers for a long time. Like ever since Ty Dolla, ever since I knew Ty Dolla Sign had my name for real, I was like, oh shit, hey. And then people used to call me, well, well, some people used to call me Ty Dolla Sign for real, for real. And I'm like, that's my, yeah, that's my cousin. I will always, <laughs> I will always lie and say that's my cousin. Anybody with a Hicks name, Hicks last name, or Ty, you my cousin. I just want to let you know that. But you, you're not getting no money, though. But I'm just saying, you my cousin. So just know that. If I need some money, I'm calling you. Don't call me. <laughs> no, jokes. But still, no, seriously. But um, um, I was, I, I see Ty Dolla Sign in a whole new life. Like, Ty Dolla Sign has vocals. Like, this man can harmonize. Like, this dude is ridiculous. And with Kanye's masterful production right his engineering his everything it just the album was just amazing in itself so i have to literally give this album like an eight or nine you know that like i find nothing wrong with this album honestly i think the only thing that i think people i believe that people will find a problem with is reinforcing the the notion of the basically you did everything for clout kind of because this album is too damn good you feel what i'm saying and now people are going to be like wow you did it i hate you because this motherfucking album is so fucking good that i can't not stop listening to it. i've listened to it three times already i'm probably going to listen to it again after the podcast right because it's that good you know and then wait a minute first of all first of all he put uncle charlie on the now if you know me for real right if you know me for real for uncle charlie and luther vandross are my literally idols you feel me when it comes to men in r&b soulful r&b luther vandross and and charlie wilson are my idols like if i could see them in concert it would be lit that that'll make my whole life like it's a lot of people that i want to see in concert i i i needed to see luther when he was still alive right i can't get that chance anymore so while charlie's still living i need to go to a charlie wilson concert because that man tears it down all oh my god charlie gets on a track for somebody and just takes it to another level another level like oh wait 
They know mistaking girls still love you. Do 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 do. I'm like, oh my god. So shout out to the Yay album. He he definitely needs an explosion. You know what I'm saying? Um, this Yay album was dope, bro. I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? To everybody that think Yay is crazy, I not crazy, but you know, just um, you know, he he said it. Let's have a threesome. Me, you, and a blunt. You know what I'm saying? Like. Listen, it was it, ah he uh, so much. This album was so great, and and to think and to say that this album is great when I'm mad at you right now, yay, is really like messing with me. <laughs> it's really messing with me because I'm like, bro, we just I just I just chewed you out, and you gave me an album, and now I want to chew you out more, but I can't because all I can give you is praise right now, but I don't want to. Because you did all of this bullshit, and now you're about to go back in hiding. I'm telling you now. He didn't put this album out. It's great. Now he has to go back in hiding. So, let's transition into Pusha Thanos and Drake. Now, everybody knows about the um, the Drake and Pusha Thanos beef right now. And, um, you know, Drake, I said last week, Drake put out his disc. His this um it was Duffy style or something like that something like that whatever and you know I said last week I said he got a one up on Drake uh, I mean a one up on Pusha T at that time and I told y'all I told some of y'all that a lot of y'all are just Drake fans because one you're just riding his wave which is fine and then two because you really don't know who Pusha T is a lot of young niggas don't know who Pusha T is hell a lot of my generation niggas don't know who Pusha T is now. Like I said before, I started and I started really getting into hip hop late. You feel me? Like maybe like oh five, oh six. But when I got into it, I got embroiled in it. Do you understand what I'm saying? So Pusha T for me, I started listening to him in like eleven, twenty eleven. You feel me? Like old stuff. You feel me? And this man was no joke. He put his life in that music. You feel what I'm saying? So. When Pusha came out with the story of Adian, I think it was like that, man, not only did Pusha Thanos sit here and turn back the clock, take Drake's little, um, what is that, what, Infinity Stone, he took, he literally did what, what Thanos did to, um, Vision, he took, he took Drake's Infinity Stone off his forehead and crushed his ass. Like, that is literally what he did. And Drake did not sit here and come back with a diss track like he did with, with Meek or something like that. No, because he knew this was not Meek Mill. And we all knew this was not Meek Mill. First of all, you're not going to get the same reaction from Meek Mill that you're getting from Pusha Thanos, okay? Because Pusha Thanos is Pusha Thanos, nigga. He's an actual rapper. No. This ain't no shade to Meek, y'all, because I fuck with me. But this is a different level than me. Y'all understand what I'm saying? Like, this is not just for just for clout. Like, because when Back to Back came out, Back to Back hit like that. You feel me? But when we think about how this last diss track did, it, it was cool. It was great. You know, you talked about his, his, his ex or his fiance, I'm sorry. But Pusha Thanos said, you got an illegitimate child, bro. You have a child that you're not taking care of by a French porn star. And you was in blackface. Yo. Um, Drake. 
again. Yo, we need some answers, bro. Because um something something something's not happening here. You know what I'm saying? And then you didn't come out with a diss track, Drake. And let me take let me say this again. Let me let me say this one more time. I am a Drake and Push a Thanos fan, right? I'm both I love both of their musics. However, if we're gonna get embroiled in a rap beef, you understand what I'm saying? You better come with some shits. Okay, you better come with something that attacks this man. Because when I tell you, when that dropped, and I sat there and said, Drake, you, you, there is, listen, sir, you can't sit here and just not, not respond, right? You have to go to that man's house, punch him, shoot him in the leg and say, don't you ever come for me like that, period. But you didn't do that, Drake. You didn't even come out with a diss track. What you came out with? You came out with a screenshot. A little press release, a social media press release, and told us the whole damn near the whole story, and now everybody's defending Drake. Well, Drake, Drake he he put his okay. Uh, first of all, to all the niggas that was commenting and trolling Pusha Thanos about you know Drake being an illegitimate father, like Drake, Drake don't um. Drake don't take care of his kids. He a bad father. Nigga, you don't take care of your kids and you a bad father. Okay? Let me just let me just say that right now. You don't take care of your kids and you not a bad father. How the hell are you going to sit here and tell Drake that he a bad shut, shut up. Shut up and go sit down. Because you right now on the comments, under the picture, telling your kid to go sit down. I'm, I'm on Instagram. Why they trying to play basketball with you? Boy, shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Drake going through anything... A normal human being, a normal man will go through damn near. For, especially with fame. But Drake, okay? You should have came hard. First of all, you should have came with something at all. Not no goddamn press release, nigga. Especially a screenshot. Is that what we're doing? Well, hopefully, hopefully, and I mean this hopefully, right? That on this next album... You come for heads. Because if you don't come for... Listen. Pusha came for your head. He did what Thor did not do to Thanos. He came for your juggler and cut off your neck. So you're going to have to reattach your head and come for every artery in his body. Do you hear me? You're going to have to come for him putting out a $100,000 tag on any information you can get on Pusha. And Pusha said, bro, get it. You can check my albums. <laughs> Go on my catalog. Go to my discovery. <laughs> Boy, listen, shout out, shout out to Pusha, man. Get him a get him a bomb for that one. Because that shit was wild, man. That was whew. All right, y'all. Let's talk about some cold switching. So, you know, Dear White People has a little Facebook show. Um, what um what happened. And, you know, they bring different um um different cast members from their white people on um the show and the actual um director um on the show and they talk about you know different things that you know different different mannerism different different various various little co- uh, coagulisms <laughs> you know that that black people face you know in not only pwis but pwcs um if you don't know what a pwc is a predominantly white city um you know things that we as minorities have to kind of do you know to maneuver 
through this, you know, this kind this this world a little bit. And one of the things they were talking about was code switching. How we, you know, change our demeanor, how we change our um our voice, our change, how we talk in different environments when we get in. So for example, um for me, code switching is not a bad thing, right? Uh, and as I was listening to it, you know, they were not downing the notion of code switching. It's just the fact that we have to do it so much um, is a problem, especially for minorities and especially for black folks. Um, because for black people, we don't want to be that that stereotype, right? A lot of us don't want to be that stereotype. So we kind of tweak our voice. So we, we sit here and maybe just tweak our, you know, our posture or how we, how we come off in, um, different environments like the workplace or at an event or anything like that. Me personally, I'm finding that, um, I'm myself, right? Code switching is, I, I, I have code switched in, in the past, you know what I'm saying? Like my mom taught me that at a, at a, at an early age, you know what I'm saying? And, and she never said code switching, but I knew what it was, you know what I'm saying? How to maneuver through um, different environments, you know what I'm saying? How to be professional, how not to. She started me that, she started me on an early age with that, you know, I would hear her on the phone, you know, when it comes to bills and everything, you know, she would put up, hi, how are you? Good morning. Yes. Yes, I'm here to pay. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? You you know what I'm saying? So, and then with that, you know what I'm saying? Just code switching on that. You see, you just seen the code switch just, or you heard the code switch just like that. So I don't think code switching is really a, a huge problem. I think, I think what it is, is some people, um, lose their, lose themselves in code switching. You know, when you get into an, an environment and it, it kind of goes back to the kind of uncle Tom notion you know, like code switching doesn't mean you have to fully lose who you are. You know what I'm saying? That's that's how I look at it, because I'm, I'm getting to a point where I don't need to code switch. You know, I am who I am. This is me. And if you can't I, honestly, if you can't basically handle me as this, then. I don't really know what to tell you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm professional. I know when to turn it down. I know what I need to do in certain environments, how I work around. Like, I wouldn't say, I would, I would actually. When I get into new work environments, you know, you're on the fence. You know, you're the new guy, especially when I start, you know, my, my next two jobs. You know what I'm saying? My internship and working with this camp. You know, I can use those as an example. You know, I'm gonna have to. I know, I I, I know my, I know how to be professional. That's me. You know, a lot of people just see the surface of a lot of us and just think we're just, you know, loud, overbearing, everything like that. But then when we actually, when they see the pictures of you with kids and mentoring and everything, they're like, oh, they can do that. Uh, yeah, bitch, we can do that. Like, you know, just because we're not up uppity preppy and everything like that, I think people don't understand that there are different. Different people, you know what I'm saying. First of all, different cultures, different people, and different ways of how manu- how we maneuver. Because I don't maneuver the same way as say Cordell does. I don't maneuver the same way as Patrick does. I don't maneuver the same way as 
my friends back home in Detroit or my family even. You know what I'm saying? I don't maneuver that. I maneuver different. I move different. You know what I'm saying? Seriously, I do. But I know how to move. I know how to maneuver. It's all about how. It's like, how do you maneuver? You know what I'm saying? So code switching is not really a bad thing for me. I just think that some of us, especially in the black community, have been doing it for so long. You know what I'm saying? We have to code switch to maneuver. You know, um, in 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 this in this kind of unmaneuverable world. You know what I'm saying? So. I wouldn't say code switching is such such a bad thing. I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't get lost in it. You know what I'm saying? Because you can't get lost, and you can't become an Uncle Tom. So don't code switch. I I don't want people to think that when you're you know changing your demeanor or changing your tone of voice or anything because you don't want to be looked at as a stereotype. Look at me. I'm a black man. Like when I at a PWI PWC. You know what I'm saying? So it's weird for people to see me as open and transparent as I am when so much stuff here is so conservative. You understand what I'm saying? You know, so closed, so closed door. You know what I'm saying? So I maneuver different. I maneuver through the path that I want to maneuver through. And if people are going to ride this train, they're riding the train, but you need to pour into me as well. So, you know, it's all just to go and show like, don't lose yourself. You know, always stick to who you know. Stick, stick, stick to what you know. You know, stick to who you are. You know what I'm saying? I know code switching can be a bitch, but stick to what you know. Stick to who you are. You know what I'm saying? And keep maneuvering different. Don't let nobody switch up your path. You know, I know, like I said, I know code switching can be a little hard. It is because we have to do it so much, especially for black folks. And excuse me. And um, yeah, it, it's a lot, y'all. I know, I know, I know. Jesus, <sighs> listen, just don't lose yourself in cold switching. That's all I can say. <laughs> Seriously. You know what I'm saying? Like, continue to be you. Like, learn. It's, it's, it's nothing to just learn, right? Learn how to be more professional. And if that means, you know, if that shows a, a, a deeper change in you that people haven't seen and they're like, oh, well, why are you doing this? Because I've learned new things. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't understand that learning is not becoming the uh, the opposition, quote-unquote. You know what I'm saying? That learning new objectives. Like, you can't say black people can't garden, right? Only white people can garden. No, because my grandma, my auntie, have been gardening for years. You feel me? I can go to their house right now and get some greens out the garden. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's stuff like that. You know, like, all of us can do what the quote-unquote opposition does as well we just don't put in the time or the effort you know what i'm saying so when we learn this stuff because we're overly educated as a people first of all but we um when we learn different things we learn new things we are like whoa this is this is cool this is this is dope you know what i'm saying like this is this is this is kind of this is i like this you know what i'm saying so when we learn new things, it's it's kind of weird for the for the other half, you know what I'm saying? For the for the other side. It's kind of weird for them because they're like, they they know how to do this? Yes, we do. Just because you've been doing it and you think you know how to do it. I think I know how to do it a little bit better. And well, not a little bit better, a lot of bit better, not even a lot of bit better, but I know how to do it. You know what I'm saying? So, learn. Just just continue to learn different things, guys. And um, don't get lost in code switching, period. 
Um, let's talk about Miss Roseanne Barr, y'all. Let's talk since we just transitioned into that. You feel me? So if y'all haven't heard, which I probably I know probably most of y'all have, Miss Roseanne Barr um decided that she wanted to go on Twitter. Now, if y'all don't know Roseanne is um Roseanne was brought back as a reboot. You feel me? Yeah. And they were brought back on ABC and it was a hit for a minute. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody was loving Roseanne. Um, however, Miss Roseanne obviously wanted to say a bad joke because, uh, Miss Roseanne decided that she wanted to call Obama's former aide a mix between, and I quote, um, a Muslim bodyguard and the planet of the apes. Right. Okay. So, what did um what happened after that was very very boss move like because I have to give um have to give a round a round of applause to the president of ABC um, who is a black woman. Um, she saw the tweet and called up Roseanne's agent and said, "Hun, this is." Over, you are canceled, and ABC was canceled. Um, I'm sorry, not ABC was canceled. Roseanne, ABC canceled Roseanne, and this is why I'm giving the cast of Roseanne the biggest loser of the week, right? Let me go into that real quick because the cast of Roseanne really was banking on this I feel, I feel like you know what I'm saying like they just came back it's a new it's a new season it's a period you know what I'm saying it's a new season and they're coming back and they're feeling good ratings are good and all of a sudden Roseanne fucks it up right Roseanne fucks it up now we're, we shouldn't be shocked because Roseanne does make quote-unquote bad jokes like this all the time I guess you know um, but you know, since the invention of social media, you really can't be, um, uh, you can't be hidden. So you might as well be open. And, uh, she was, um, a little bit too open and decided that she, you know, wanted to, uh, you know, call Obama's aid a, a cross between a Muslim bodyguard and the planet of the apes. And when everybody seen that, they tore her a new one. And, um, Social media is that the internet is never is undefeated when it comes to trolling, and because they just just they oh my gosh she got hit with it. But like I said, I don't I think the biggest loser in this in this, and I'm and I'm and I'm looking at the biggest loser of the week award this week as a kind of like a sad thing, you know what I'm saying? Because at this point, like Roseanne, you fucked up, right? Yeah, you fucked up. You you said some shit. You need to be canceled because not only did she not, did she get canceled from ABC, her talent agency dropped her first, right? Then in that same day, so now you just got dropped from ABC and your talent agency, right? Boom, two and one. Wait a minute, because we not done. So then she had a show to do, a comedy show, October twelfth, right? They said, hell no, we not, mm-mm, we don't do that. No, 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 no. Dropped her ass with the quickness. I said, damn, this is what happened. Come on now. 
This is what happens when you have a black woman in power. Okay? Black women get it done. I just want to let y'all know that. But getting back to the biggest losers of the week. Because listen, I think the cast of Roseanne is the biggest losers of the week. Because they just like, God damn, bitch, we out, of, we out of a paycheck. We don't have a paycheck. Okay? Because of your dumb ass, you couldn't, you couldn't keep this. I know they looking at her like, bro, you couldn't keep this joke to yourself. Or you couldn't keep it in closed doors. See, this is the problem with y'all now. You feel me? White folks, listen up. If you gonna talk shit, try to talk shit behind closed doors because it's gonna affect your money, obviously, right? If you're gonna talk shit, talk shit behind closed doors. Because obviously when you put it on Twitter, you get fucked up, obviously, okay? Obviously. Now, I don't want you to talk shit at all, you feel me? That, that That's not what I want. But I know that you still talk shit. I know that you call me a racist monkey. I mean, I, I know that you call me a, a big overgrown monkey. You know what I'm saying? Looking like a gorilla. Ooh, ooh, ooh. You feel me? Like, I, I, I know y'all be talking about our skin color look like some charcoal black. You know what I'm saying? Throw a little lighter fluid and burn us. I, I know. I know y'all be talking shit behind closed doors. Hell, we do it too. Okay? Because some of y'all, listen. Listen, I love me. I love, I love Love me some, love some white people sometimes, okay? Have some white friends, they're cool as hell, right? However, not even gonna lie, some of y'all this past week were looking like some uncooked raw chicken. Do you hear me? Like, dog, why were y'all tanning with no sunblock? I'm looking at these niggas like, whoa, whoa. Why are y'all not tanning with something? I mean, y'all were red. Either y'all looked like some uncooked chicken that was that did not look edible to cook at all, or y'all looked like a red pimple that was about to get burnt. Like, come on now, y'all know y'all can't get our color. As much as y'all can, as much as y'all can try and spray tan and you know try to get, you can't get our color because you're going to burn. So stop trying. Okay, I understand. I know. I know our skin is beautiful. I know. I look at my skin too and be like, God damn. You feel me? I know. But listen, it's okay. Get you some suntan lotion because I don't want y'all to burn no more. Okay, y'all need some good scent. Y'all need to lotion up the next time y'all go outside and it's like 85 degrees with the sun out. Okay, y'all at the pool looking like some damn pimples and uncooked chicken like no that look like they're ready to burst pimples that look like they're ready to burst okay but back to the biggest loser of the week bro listen i really feel like the cast roseanne took an l took a big a major l not roseanne bar she she needed to take these l's but i really feel like the cast roseanne took the biggest l here because now they're really out of a check they're really out. now I, I feel like a lot of them can probably do you know Little little skits here and there, you know, little appearances here and there. But they out of a check. They out of a check. You fucked up. You out of a check. But I, you know, it's Roseanne. Something to happen. But you know, damn. Um, let's talk about Trump and Kim K for a minute. Um, you know, yeah, the album just came out. Whoopty whoopty scoop, uh, scoopty poop. And um, this past week, uh, before Ye's album came out, Kim K. 
Um, it was a report that Kim K and Trump were going to meet and talk about prison reform. Now, I thought this was some bullshit. I really did. I didn't want to make a video about it at first. Um, but I did make a little video on my Instagram. And I just couldn't understand why Kim K and um, Trump were going to talk about prison reform. So I guess Trump, uh, Kim K was going down to the wild to talk about a lady who's been in, um, who was wrongfully convicted, um, for her crimes, um, or a crime she did not commit, I guess. Um, and I, I guess that's all well and dandy. That sounds great. However, Kim, what I, Kim, and I don't know what you got going on behind closed doors with your, with your bands and everything, but listen, okay, so listen, I need you not to do, to, to talk about prison reform though. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is not your lane, right? I need you to stay in your lane. Okay. Like, I know you're trying to try to maneuver in different lanes, but when you try to go into another lane, when your lane had, when you've been staying in your lane and you try to, you know, make a left and go into another one, we look at you like, whoa, why are you even here? You feel me? Because Donald Trump is in all these lanes because he's the president. He has to be. However, you are an entrepreneur, model, actress, I guess, um, you know, with a lot of money um, who used what she got to get, what she, to get where she needed to get. And uh, I don't think prison reform was one of those lanes that you wanted to get into because you never, your family has never touched on any, 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 any type of social issues when it came to our community. Now, just because you had a lot of black keys that went into your keyhole and started your engine, um, vroom, vroom. Yeah, I said it. Um, I need you not to think and assume that these are topics that you know that you're knowing about. I know your dad was on the OJ trial, but that's it. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to let y'all know just, you know, that she was doing that. I just wanted to let her know that, yeah, no, we're good. We're Thank you, though. We, we have, you know, we have a team of great people that are, you know, trying to get that together. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my auntie, uh, Angela Ra, Auntie Angie. You feel me? Shout out to her. Um but yeah, Kim, don't don't do it no more. Please, thank you. Um, we're gonna go into last but not least, um, the NBA playoffs, bro. <laughs> you know I was saving the NBA playoffs for last. You know I have to. Um, so the Cavs and you know Golden State are now in the playoffs. I really wanted Houston to win. Let me just say this: Houston blew it. It. Houston blew it. Okay. Houston fucking. Blew it. And no, it wasn't because Chris Paul was out because they literally had the game won. Literally could have stopped. This was another, to me, in my eyes, this was another literally um, three to one. Um, this was like a situation to me like, like OKC had with Golden State in 2016. You feel what I'm saying? Down three, one, down up 3-1 could have won. You're up. You had two games to beat these motherfuckers. Two. You were up by like 
double digits at both halves in game six and seven, and you let it run away, right? Your inside game was going crazy. Clint Capella gave you 20 in like 15. And y'all lived by the three. Oh, and you died by the three. Lord have mercy. You and the Celtics. Like, y'all literally lived by the three and died by the three. But Houston, you, that monarchy, y'all lived and died by the fucking three. Do you hear me? Seven for 44 as a team from the field? That's that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Dan Tony needs to get fired for that. I'm sorry. 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 What what was I going to be the only one to say it? Because I'm just saying, Dan Tony needs to get fucking fired. Like that was that was a moment in which you could have changed the whole narrative, right? Because since we're talking about a season four, right, which is cool, but between Golden State and uh, Cleveland, but you could have changed the whole narrative. And Chris Paul playing in his first NBA Finals. James Harden, even though he choked hard in the playoffs, plays in his first NBA Finals. The Beard versus the King. You feel me? Best friends. Got my godfather to my child, Chris Paul, about to go against LeBron. You feel me? And I do feel that LeBron would have had a better chance to beat Houston. Definitely. Definitely would have won in six. Now we have a season four between the Cavs and Golden State. Now game one. Oh, game one was a thriller. Do you hear what I'm telling you? Game one was amazing. Listen, LeBron played like a beast. He played like a cyborg. That man played like I've never seen him play before. Like, it's crazy how you get better over time, right? You're in your 15th, y'all hear what I'm saying now, 15th season. In the NBA, and you're going this crazy. Like his shot, it's un. It, like I know, I know you're gonna miss, of course. But LeBron's shot is there now. LeBron has a shot, probably the shot now, right? That he can now throw up threes and twos and bang it. His step back, his step back is ridiculous. I study his step back. Just to see the angle on, bruh. Because I I got a nice little step back too. His step back is killer. If you get that step back, you know about 90% of the time he going to make that. He going to make that. Oh, my God. But it's 34.2 seconds on the clock. And, no, I'm sorry. Three point something seconds on the clock. There we go. And... George Hill misses a free throw. Now you're now you're George Hill, right? Now now granted, people are going to say, well, Kevin Durant missed the free throw at the other end. You're right, absolutely. And he's a 91% free throw shooter. Yes, he is. George Hill, you are 81% free throw shooter. So you're you're rather to you're just 10%, right? I was not expecting you to make the first one, but since I was like, okay, he might make the second one. No. But I wasn't expecting you to make both. You made one, though. Cool. My biggest thing was JR sitting there grabbing the rebound and running like they won the game. And then, JR, you sat there, mouthed to talk to LeBron. Because LeBron literally scrutinized your dumb ass, which he should. 
have every right to scrutinize your ass on the court in front of everybody talking about what the fuck were you doing? And you sat there and said, I thought we had, I thought we were up. I thought we had the lead. What? No, fool. What is in your drink? What do you be drinking? Is everything okay? No, seriously, dog. Like, because he did not look like he was in it. He looked like he was out of it. Like, it just, no, JR. JR, I think after the season, you need to just retire, bro. I'm telling you, you need to retire. Because you you not playing like you used to. You're not even playing like you need to. You feel me? And y'all got demolished in, in the in the overtime. Now, LeBron, I needed you to come out in the next five minutes and, you know, play, you know what I'm saying, to keep y'all in. However, you 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 did your thing, you know what I'm saying? But game two is tonight, and I am very excited to see where this game is going to go, where this game is going to lead, because everybody's like, now Golden State has a chance to sweep. And everybody's like, LeBron can't play better than he played. That's a lie. Listen to me. 34 points at the half. 34 points in the third quarter. 34 for anybody else. And anybody else. 34 for anybody else would be immaculate. 34 for LeBron is like a 16. It's like a 10 points for like James Harden. That's what 34 is. 34 points for LeBron is 10 points for James Harden. It's average. Now, James Harden scores 35. That's a good, that's a great night for him. LeBron scores 65. That's an awesome night for him. You don't think this man is about to sit here and do the impossible? He's about to do the impossible. You feel what I'm saying? He's about to get a 60-point game, a 75-point game. I can call it. I call him going a 75-point game because he can't not not. He has to shut the doubters up, and that's what I want. I want the Cavs to win in seven to shut everybody up. I want, I want LeBron to shut up the Cavs. The Golden State Warriors shut up everybody that's saying like, okay, he about to get swept. Cause there's one person on uh, the undisputed with Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless, Mr. Rob Parker. This man, him and Skip trash this nigga. Like they sit there and they just troll on him, and I'm like, bro, stop trolling. Like it's ridiculous. You feel me? And I just want the king to sit here and prove to everybody. Prove to me, prove to yourself, right? Don't even prove, honestly, don't even prove it to us. Prove it to yourself, bro, that you're about to go out here and win a championship off bands. Beat this team. Beat Kevin because you see the lax, the laxness in them. Beat them, bro. Beat them, bro. Go crazy. So game two is, uh, game two is tonight, Sunday at 8. Um, I think game three is on Wednesday, I believe. So make sure y'all go check it out. It's going to be a thriller, man. I can't wait. Can't wait. So <clears throat> just to get y'all, uh, my MVP of the week was the Black Spider-Man. Now, if y'all haven't checked out, you know, the Black Spider-Man, man, this man sat here. There was a baby. Oh, my God. There was a baby on the ledge, hanging from the ledge, y'all. It was hanging like three stories up, little baby hanging on the ledge. Lord Jesus, I saw the video. And this man, this 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 human android, okay, Black Spider Man, 
sat there and climbed all the way up to the fourth. It was leading three or four stories to the fourth floor. Got the ba- I mean, got the baby and saved the baby. Okay. First of all, you're going to get a hand clap because you saved the baby. Okay. Then, wait a minute. You're going to get an explosion because, brother, I need to know your workout regimen. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm doing pretty well as we speak, but I need to know your workout regimen. I need to know that upper body strength because I couldn't have made it to the first one. You feel me? I couldn't have even made it to the first story. I would have got, I was like that man at the bottom trying to get, <laughs> trying to see like, trying to get, I'm on the rail. Like I'm going to do something, but I ain't going to do nothing. But shout out to him, man. Saving that child's life. That's so dope. And he got French citizenship and the French fire department wanted to hire his ass. Shout out. You feel me? Black power. Turn up. When you win, we all win. Turn up. So listen, y'all, we're going to be right back. We're going to take a five-minute break. So go ahead, take a five. We're going to be back with the opinionated topic of the week for the second half. This is the Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy, Devontae. We'll be right back, guys. All right, y'all, what's going on? What's going on? We are back again, the Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy, Devontae. We are back with the second half. Give me a bomb, baby. What's up? What's up? Now, listen. We are about to get into the opinionated topic of the week, and the opinionated topic of the week actually was brought to you by my big brother, Henry Big Hen Hicks, you feel me? Shout out to my brother, give him a bomb, you feel me? Um, yes, I do have three of those. Yes, I have three brothers, guys, okay? Just want to let that be known, yes, and we all look alike. We're very, we're fine as hell, okay? Yes, we are. All right, just want to let I just listen. I just want to let that be known. You know what I'm saying? Because when you when you look at all four of us next to each other, literally you'll be like, "Do y'all have the same mama?" Because my my dad's sperm was that damn fucking strong. Like <laughs> his sperm was that strong. Like it's it's literally that strong. I was like, "Good God Almighty, why we all look alike? Like it's wild as hell. Like it's crazy." But let's get into the opinionated topic of the week, bro. So we're gonna get into un un. Unordinary jobs that people think are easy, right? So listen, me and my brother was talking about this, and he was like, bro, you should talk about how people think unordinary jobs are like quote unquote easy. And I'm like, what you mean? And he was like, you know, like how strippers are. I was like, strippers? I was like, you right. So let's talk about that for a minute. Like, I don't, you know, we I think a lot of us joke about jobs that we would do, you know what I'm saying, we wish we could do, like, for me, I think a job that I know I probably won't be able to do, and that I can't do, which is, which needs special kind of training and learning, and like I said in, in the first part, you have to learn shit, but this is something that I, I know I will not be able to do, it's either construction workers, for real, right, I feel like construction workers, even though they don't be fixing shit sometimes, right? I don't, I don't really think, I don't really think, you know, that they're able, um, I, I, I really, I really, I really think that I'm not able, first of all, yeah, I'm not able to even do that, you know what I'm saying? Like, even though they, they've, they've laxed over the years, you know, construction workers, that's, that's a, that's a, that's another, that's another, that's another daddy in itself. You know what I'm saying? You know, like that's another whole type of daddy. Like, it's just crazy. You know what I'm saying? 
Um, but strippers for show is one that I know, I definitely know that I can't do. Listen, I think a lot of us um, take strippers for granted, right? I think I did too. I think I'm, I'm not even going to lie to you. I think I took stripping strippers for granted. You know what I'm saying? Um, and when it comes to strippers, right? <laughs> I don't even know why I said it like that. Strippers. <laughs> but strippers are strong. Do y'all understand that? Like, like I'm going to get into the construction workers uh, uh, in a minute. But strippers are strong. Right? Strippers are freaking amazing. Let me golly. And is I don't I, I think we take strippers for granted. I think because we see the music videos and just shaking ass. And no for me, those aren't strippers. Those are just video vixens. Those are video girls. Strippers are strong, bro. When you can get up on the pole with nothing but your thighs and literally hang from that bitch and slide with no when first of all, you don't have no oil on. You don't have no, that's pure skill. Okay? Pure skill. Y'all listen to me? Like you can get up on there and just just go. Go crazy. And let me tell you, strippers come in all shapes and sizes, and they all strong as fuck. I'm just saying. They come in all shapes, all sizes, and they're strong as Fiznuck, like, what are you talking about? Like, I think we really take strippers for granted. And then the crazy part is strippers are out here getting bags. You feel me? They not out here just trying to strip, right? Excuse me. Because there's a lot of them who are trying to get their degree, right? Who are trying to make it out of the gutter. You know what I'm saying? Like, shout out to all of them who are trying to make it out, you know, using... It's it's a it's a wild thing to use, you know, use your body as an asset to get what you want. You know what I'm saying? But I respect it because I may not like it at times, but I have to I have to respect the hustle. You feel me? Because I don't I don't had to do, do some stuff. Not that too extreme, y'all. OK, let me let me say that now. Y'all know. But I don't had to do some stuff to get where I needed to get to. You know what I'm saying? Now, I wasn't stripping. Definitely wasn't that. But I respect the hustle. You feel what I'm saying? And how do you get so strong? Right? And I'm talking about... Now, I'm not talking about them lazy strippers. Okay? We ain't talking about them lazy strippers. Because I don't... Listen, I don't went to a couple strip clubs. Okay? And I it's been some late... Listen. Oof. Oof. I got to move out of Grand Rapids. <laughs> no, seriously. Because it'd be... The strip clubs that were out here for a minute. I remember going to a strip club, right? And um, it was for my friend's uh, 20th birthday. And I remember I remember being a DD, right? I remember being a DD. This was, this was back like sophomore year or something like that. Maybe junior year, maybe sophomore year, I think. And I remember being a DD and we was driving to a strip club. First of all, it was like $30 to get in, right? First off, we had to drive back because Patrick didn't have the right clothes on, right? Because, you know, it's a, it's a certain dress code you got to get in. So, you get in there. First of all, it was a $10 cover when we got there the first time. When we got there the second time, it was like maybe midnight, 15 at the dump. So, I'm like, all right, that's 
That's the 15 ball. So now you done took about, I have $30 to give. You done took 15. All right, well, somebody about to get these ones today, right? So you get in there, and, bro, when I tell you it was probably the most laziest ass shaking that I have ever seen. I seen a girl get up on stage. She was the main attraction. She had no ass, nothing, with just ribs out, like, just a bra, panties, no matching. Like, these girls were not matching, you know. This this wasn't erotic or exotic. It didn't even it didn't even it didn't even make me tingle. Not even a little bit. You understand what I'm saying? And I'm sitting there like, what? Like, what are you oh my god. You were this is what we're doing, y'all? And I remember I remember me and um I remember us just going up to a stripper. We just like, all right, man. We just we just gonna kick it with you because you you the prettiest out the out the bands, you know. What I'm saying out the, out the group, you feel me? You the prettiest out the group, obviously. And uh, you 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 can how you doing today? And you know she she chatted it up with us while she dancing and everything. She grooving, you know, bopping and everything like that. And uh, crazy part. You know, she was like, I hope y'all, you know, I hope y'all stay in school and, you know, keep getting y'all degrees and everything. That's the that's the crazy part. You know what I'm saying? Look, the, the strippers will try to give you a whole pep talk. You know, and I love the pep talks. Like, they be like, listen, just stay in school. Keep doing what you're doing and everything. And I gave her my whole last 15. I said, listen, you've been the highlight of my night, obviously. You know what I'm saying? Because I was expecting, you know, maybe I was expecting King of Diamonds, you know, Palladium. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I was, you know, maybe I was expecting down south. You know, Ace of, Ace of Spades or some shit. You know, I don't know. You know, I don't know. But I was expecting something different. But listen, strippers are a different type of breed. You know what I'm saying? That's a different type of breed of strength, and I respect it. You understand what I'm saying? These are This is an ordinary, unordinary job that people think is easy. When you watch people on videos, they, you know, pole dancing classes and everything, People think that shit is easy. It's not, bro. And like I said, strippers come in so many different shapes and sizes that you don't be thinking that the uh, my 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 big girls can get down. No, the big girls get down better than the skinny ones. Okay, I'll be like, hey, you feel me? Make it shake. Listen, they be climbing the. They have strength. Do you hear me? You can't tell me a big girl can't do the splits. I've seen it. You can't tell me a big girl can't hang from the pole. I've seen it. And it didn't break. Do you hear me? I mean hung from that thing. And I'm like, bruh, what? I had to respect the art. The art had to be respected at that point. I don't care what you guys say about me. I respect the art. And I said, good God almighty. I said, is this what you done blessed me with? What is happening? Girls have this much strength in their legs. That's their leg, their lower body. Their lower body people. And I'm like, good God. So that's just one ordinary job that I think a lot of us, one, take for granted, right? Two, we take for granted the people that's actually doing because we don't know their we don't know their struggle, right? We don't know their actual um we don't know their actual struggle. We don't know their actual like you know, their actual story, you know what I'm saying? Because everybody has a story on why they're doing what they're doing. And that's just one of the jobs where I feel like when me and my brother was talking, like, we had to really think about it. Like, 
these girls, some of these girls are really out here trying to use what they got to get what they need. You know what I'm saying? Like using and and stripping. I think the notion where we where we get confused is stripping is like, you know, you take your clothes off, you might have sex with somebody. No, no, because you don't have to do that no more. You know what I'm saying? Strip clubs are getting more um, reinforced. You know what I'm saying? Like their their policies are getting a lot a lot more reinforced and everything. Like, it's getting to the point where, you know, um, excuse me, I'm sorry. (laughs) It's getting to the point where, you know, like, a lot of, um, yeah, strip clubs are getting more reinforced with their laws and everything, with their regulations, like, stripping has become very, um, it's 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 a job now, you know what I'm saying? Like, we didn't consider it a job, or America, quote unquote, didn't consider it a job, we didn't consider it a job. But now, I, as growing up, I had to respect the art, like, dog. Like, what I've been known about strippers is not what I now know. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, TV, movies, and damn near music videos can, like, zap your mind and thinking, like, this is what stripping is. And that's all that is. You know? And that's not. Because we look at Cardi B, and she came from the strip club, and look where she at. And she's been real about it since day on. You know what I'm saying? So... You got to be real about yours. You know, like and like I said, another job that is un- unordinary that I think people think is easy is construction workers. Like, dog, construction workers, I, like, we have to kind of throw a bomb for them. You know what I'm saying? Like, they do fix our roads, even though, you know, we still got some potholes and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's pretty stupid. But, um, yeah, I just, you know, it's, it's kind of crazy because construction workers are literally out there Monday through Friday, eight to maybe five, depending on the day, maybe six to five, you know what I'm saying? Depending on how fast the, um, depending on how fast, like the, 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 the timing of the building or the road or whatever their building has to be built, you know what I'm saying? Cause people build stuff real fast, you know what I'm saying? But I know I couldn't be Bob the builder. Listen, I probably first of all I will nail my motherfucking um I will nail my shit to the to the damn ceiling. Do you hear me? I probably fuck up my hand. Okay, hammer my toe. You feel me? Um <laughs> talking about hammer my toe. Like um just hurt myself in so many ways. Like it'd be so bad. It'll be so 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 bad. So understand. <laughs> It would be like, I don't think a lot of us, we'd be like, we could do construction. No, bro. No. That's a whole nother beast in itself. That means I'm hitting concrete. I got to put on glasses, hard hat, some good uh, good boots, uh, steel toe boots and shit. You feel me? I got to be heavy all day. That's why the niggas be looking all sweaty and muscular and shit because they hopping around big 12,000 pound um drills and like nigga what that could not be me that could not be i'm sorry that could not be me like i respect those men who do that because that could not be me another one another one i just another one the 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 window washers right and i'm not talking about the window washers who on the inside like ti you know what i'm saying who be washing be wiping the windows and everything no i'm talking about them peoples who are on the outside washing them damn windows 
pulling the string on that damn contraption up and up and up, depending on the story of the tower. So you can go from uh, a 20 story to a damn near 200 story. You feel me? At the time, if you look at the Dubai Tower, which is the largest tower in the world, nigga, who cleaning them windows? Who cleaning those windows? Not me. Do you hear me? Because I'm not looking down and about to faint. No. Who that? Who is paying? Who paying you that? Because you got to pay me. And I bet I best believe they get paid. Do you hear me? That is life risking. If you first of all, if you paying me nine twenty five to do that. Cut the whole conversation. Cut the whole conversation off right now. We we done. We're, <laughs> we're done, bro. We're done. We're cutting it. We're cutting it dry. We're cutting it short because you just told me you're going to pay me minimum wage to sit here and risk my life. Oh, hell no. When it's a, and, and low key, low key, all three of these jobs and probably more. But I just wanted to use these three as an example. All three of these jobs are low key life risking. You feel me? These are risk taking jobs. You understand what I'm saying? Your life is at risk with a stripper. Do you know that if you. That anybody can swindle and maneuver anything that you say. You feel me? Like if you're not really um, hip or educated about this particular profession, you will get fucked up. You understand what I'm saying? Like you have to understand and learn your craft. You feel me? Like if if stripping is your craft, you better learn that bitch. You better understand the ins and outs of that bitch. You better understand the hitters. You better understand the shooters. You better understand who there for you and who not for you. You feel me? Because there's a lot of people you cannot trust up in that club. Listen, people will hurt. This is the players club for real, okay? With Lisa Ram, Vernon Mack, give it a explosion for that movie because it showed you, period. It is not to be played with. It is your life is that Nick. It is walking STDs, HIVs in there that's trying to give to you. I'm not lying. If I was lying, I wouldn't be saying it. You feel me? Now, when it comes to construction workers, bro, do you know you can get hit at any moment? Right? You can get hit at any moment because you know niggas can't drive for real. <laughs> you know niggas can't drive for real. You know that Negroes cannot drive for real. People cannot drive for real. People cannot drive for real. What? You can get hit at any moment, even with the stop sign in your hand, talking about stop, halt, yield, slow down. Nigga, slow down. I'm. <laughs> like, bro, that is life risking. Like, that is risking. And then you talk. The most life risking for me is going up 200. Listen. I'm damn near in the sky. I'm, t- I'm touching the clouds. I'm touching Jesus. Okay? I'm damn near touching Jesus up in the cloud, washing some windows. And you think that's... Listen, I told my boy Bryce. I told my boy Bryce. I said, listen, that would be a job that I sit there and I'm like, bro, I'm going to faint. You feel me? I told my brother that too. I said, I, it's going to faint. I'm going to faint. Why would I do that? And you're not going to pay me extra? You're not going to tip me? <laughs> Bruh, what? What? I better be getting a six-figure salary. Do you hear me? Six-figure. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. What, listen, six fucking figures. 
Do you hear me? My life is on the line. I'm cleaning the tower of motherfucking Dubai. I don't care if I'm cleaning the tower of Dubai to a little two-story tower right next to me. You better be paying me some good money. Because do you know I can fall and break my neck? I can fall and break my arm. I can fall and die. Duh. Like, like, bro, you, you better be paying me some good money. So listen, y'all. All I'm, I'm, I'm just here to say, unordinary jobs um, that we think are really easy are not so easy, y'all. They're not so easy. They're not always easy. You feel what I'm saying? And we have to think, we have to stop thinking that we we, we can just do everything because we can't, right? There, there was a lot of jobs that I just could not do. You feel what I'm saying? Like, it just it just couldn't happen. I, I couldn't do them. You feel me? And I was okay with that. I was okay with that because I'm like, this is not my skill set. This is a skill set for somebody else who knows what they're doing. So I'm going to put somebody else in that position. And when I put them in the position, good, you're good. Boom, because I got to go. I can't do it. And people be like, you can learn it. You're right. You're right. But it's going to take me a long time, and you don't have that time. You don't have that time. Neither do I. So how about I get you somebody who's going, who already knows this and that can do it for you really, really well. Don't really need to train them, right? But that's not taking away from the notion that learn it. But it's, it's some jobs out here, like stripping. Like construction work and like window washing, seriously, to a higher level, in, in my view, that are just unordinary jobs that I just, I personally cannot, cannot do. You know what I'm saying? I would be scared. My life would be at risk. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Stripping? I'm not that strong yet. You know what I'm saying? I can't hang from a pole with my leg. Like that's, 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 and then swing and then slide smoothly down and then start shaking my head. Hell no. What? Oh my god! And then when you think about it in the strip club, strippers not even getting that much attention. It's the bartenders that get that much attention now. You feel me? Like bartending is now the thing. It's kind of crazy. But all I'm saying is, unordinary jobs. You feel me? Are for those skilled professionals, <laughs> right? They're for the skilled professionals. And I just gotta tip my hat off to y'all, man. Like, hey, man, go keep going crazy, keep doing what you're doing, man. You know. We all eat down there. No, okay. See, <laughs> my God, my God, my God, Lord, <laughs> not about to play, not about to play. But um, I thank y'all for kicking it with me, man. Just having some fun over here. Thank y'all for kicking it with me. I appreciate the love, man. Listen, we are in the month of June now. It is. Ah, such a beautiful, beautiful month, such a transitional month. Uh, May was a definite transitional period. And if you felt the same way, man, it just, we are now in bloom. We're in blooming season, you know what I'm saying? So I want everybody to take this week and just go and have a wonderful time. You know what I'm saying? Do, do you continue to move forward in your path, continue to elevate yourself, you know, continue to elevate those who are elevating in their path as well. It don't have to necessarily be what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm a podcaster, radio host, um, and I'm interning and everything. You know, some part, somebody might be a doctor or want to be a doctor or a lawyer. There's a lot of my friends who are, you know, teachers, lawyers and everything like that, or aspiring teachers or aspiring lawyers, um, who 
are working very diligently and very hard in their path and I elevate them and I want to give them that praise. So shout out to everybody that is working on themselves and working in their path and literally elevating themselves um, every day, trying to find <clears throat> and learn new ways to understand themselves and understand the path. Listen, I appreciate you guys. Like I said, follow me on Instagram, Twitter, at Vontae's World. Um, that's V-O-N-T-S underscore world, okay? Make sure I have everything below. Listen, we have three more Sundays left for the Opinionated Music Month. Just um, like I said, we just put um, the Frequent Flyers as our opening song for the week. That is anything I can. You feel me? The song is anything I can. That shit is dope as hell. Um, the Frequent Flyers are Grand, Ra Grand Rapids, excuse me, based um, group. But um, they are dope as hell. They got some huge, huge fire coming for y'all. I don't think y'all are ready for this because this is fire. I've been banging with them since college days, you know what I'm saying? So I'm just excited to see where they've been going, see where everything has been headed their way. And um, yeah, man, if you would like to be a part of the Opinion Music Month for next week, um, if you would like your song as the opening song for next week, hit me up. Hit me up at info at Tyronza, Jesus, TyronzaHicks.com. But yeah, I just got a new mail, uh, mailbox for uh, actually my company so and my website. So if you want to um, ask me any questions, you guys can ask Devon. There's an Ask Devontae section on the website at www.tyronzahicks.com. You just scroll down to the bottom. There's an Ask Devontae section right there. Uh, what else? You can go to the Opinionated Brother. You can check me out on SoundCloud, Apple, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio. Check me out every, you know, all streaming services. Um, what else? What else? I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Oh, yeah, man. I think that's. I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's it. Just shout out to everybody, man. Shout out to all the all the fans. You know what I'm saying? Oh my God. Like I just did my actually just did my 30 30 day roundup, my month roundup. And I want to give a shout out to everybody that's listened to me around the world, man. Listen, I have listeners in Thailand and Australia. That shit is ridiculous um to me. Like to to see that that people are listening to me from all across the world. It's ridiculous. Like I'm still humble. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it, it humbles me and it shocks me every time that I see that. So I appreciate the love, y'all. Thank y'all so much for rocking with me. We will be back next week. Like I said, if you 